most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree? I got five dollars. This is a run to the left. How many tackles can one man break? You're saying that humans need fantasy to make life bearable. Humans need fantasy to be human. My goodness, that was good. You guys are pros. The best. Relentless, refusing to give up. All right, hit that horn, babe. Let's dance. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fantasy Flex Podcast. This is your DFS preview for the NFC Championship game with the San Francisco 49ers going to Philadelphia to take on the top-seeded Eagles. I am your host, Chris Raybon, joined, as always, by one of the top rankers, top projectors in the game, Sean Kerner. Sean, what's going on? What's up? Yeah, I can't believe we only have three games left in the season. Uh, it's it's flown by, and we're going to see two very good teams eliminated this weekend, uh, so can't wait to, to see all the carnage. I mean, we always got USFL in this end, so you know. Oh, yeah. Well, and XFL. We have two yeah, right. uh, B-Leagues now, so I can't wait for that. But uh, we get to watch at least three more high-quality football games, I should say. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, just want to we'll jump right into that San Francisco-Philly game. Just want to shout out our, our contest winner from this week, PTAS14. Uh, thank you for the rating and review, PTAS14. You can hit up podcasts at actionnetwork.com to claim your free year of Action Pro. And uh, if anyone out there enjoys the pod, be sure to leave us a rating and review uh, on Apple and we'll pick our favorite one each week uh, and you get a free year of Action Pro. All right, let's jump into the Niners at the Eagles. Uh, Eagles favored by two and a half. Total is 46. Uh, who do you like in a captain spot? Uh, so I like Devontae Smith here. Um, you know, the Eagles might not be as efficient running the ball here against an elite 49ers run defense they rank second in DVOA against the run so um, I, I think this is a game where the Eagles could be forced into more pass heavy game script um, and especially more you know third downs uh, that, that because they won't be as effective running the ball so Devonta Smith leads a team and target rate on third downs last week he actually saw 57 percent of the targets on third and fourth down so um, you know I think he's gonna have a big game here plus the 49ers you know, they can be pretty vulnerable to deep balls. They have the fifth highest yards per attempt allowed on uh, throws 20 plus yards downfield. Uh, you know, A.J. Brown's dealing with a hip injury. Goddard has a much tougher matchup this week. He he got to face the Giants last week, which I said, you know, that was an easy matchup. But Niners, much better uh, defense uh, to tight end. So I think Devonta sets up perfectly uh, for the captain slot. And I don't think his roster ship will be too high there, or at least it shouldn't be as high as it should be. Uh, in this matchup yeah he's been playing real well and yeah, it's, yeah. It's, gotta gotta monitor that uh that aj it looks like aj brown's gonna be fine but yeah anytime a guy gets like banged up it, you know you gotta kind of pay attention because uh so we'll monitor his practice status yeah. but um it's yeah there's a good chance Devonte just operates flat out as that number one and he usually runs more routes than aj anyway mm-hmm. like he rarely comes off the field uh for me i'm going gotta go to jay with Jalen hurts here and uh I think the fact that it could be a little more of a neutral uh, game or negative game script even actually mm. helps Hurts because we already know what he's going to do in, in a positive game script. He's going to run the ball, but he might not throw that much. And, you know, we saw last week he had just uh, 154 yards on 24 attempts. He did have two two scores, so that was good. But uh, this week you could see him up over that 30 attempt mark. Uh, which is where you really start to to get some value out of him in the past game. And, you know, I thought he looked fine running the ball last week. 
uh, you know, nine carries for 34 yards and a touchdown. So they're not, they're not afraid to run him near the goal line. So I think that's uh, a positive here. Now, obviously, you know, if Brown is super banged up, that that's the one thing that would not be ideal Mm -hmm. uh, for Hertz. But I do think the more banged up Brown is the more you see Hertz run. And the one thing that's plagued the 49ers defense uh, throughout multiple postseasons now, you know, just, Oh, their defense has always been pretty good these last few years, but uh, scrambling quarterbacks have given them issues. And, you know, we saw last week, you know, Dak Prescott went well over his rushing prop. Uh, he had 22 yards, Geno Smith the week before 28 yards. And uh, in week 17, Jared Stidham, who, I mean, not really known as too big of a runner, um, 34 yards on the ground against his Niner mm-hmm. D. So they, you know, they cover pretty well and uh, kind of forced, you know, the, the quarterback to, to, to take off and make moves. So um, I, I think that's something that you're going to, you could see a lot out of Hertz. You know, we've seen his upside, this year be you know 17 rush attempts he hit that mark three times this year and uh he's he's gotten over 75 rush yards uh in four games this year he's gotten multiple rushing touchdowns three times so i think you could see a a big running game from hertz uh but i also think you could see more in the pass game because uh you, you have a two and a half point spread the eagles are usually uh blowing teams out and uh this this is a niner team that likely is not getting getting blown out here uh, if they even lose the game at all yeah really it's the the rushing touchdowns you know the, the eagles have that qb sneak play on lockdown and as you said you know qb getting rushing touchdowns in the captain slot is the ultimate leverage Massive, yeah yeah so that's that's why he's always he's always the top option in the captain slot in this game uh is certainly no different all right, uh, who else do you like in this game? You know, dark throws, just great, you know, DFS cheat codes, just some some good value guys that you're going to be kind of targeting to, to fill out your lineup uh, in, in this spot. Yeah, so in any Ingles game, showdown slate, have to consider Quez Watkins. Um, although I do like your under bet. Uh, as always, you know, Quez, he just has a wide range of outcomes. He's the ultimate boom-bust type receiver, so you could easily get – zero catches on zero targets like he did last week or you know a long touchdown you never know with him uh but that's that's kind of what we want on these one game slates but yeah last week it was concerning to see his routes run rate go all the way down to 27 percent zach pascal led the way with 38 percent routes rate um out of those two so um I, I don't know if that could have had something to do with you know a big lead you don't really need quez watkins when you're up by 21 or more points so maybe you, that you, was... you could have stopped that sentence after <laughs> oh just you don't need quez... <laughs> he's, he's, uh, i mean this good. year like they last... really haven't needed him this year well they have aj brown yeah, right exactly. so <laughs> that's that's the main reason so i don't if aj brown's hip mm-hmm. injury um is worse than we think you know quez could be uh used a little bit more but um, either way, we could see his routes run rate shoot back up to the 55, 60% range it, it typically is. So, again, as always, he's just a boom-bust option um, that I like to take a swing on whenever we have a showdown slate. Um, and on the Niners side, uh, I'm going to go Juwan Jennings. Uh, he had his standard two catches for 26 yards last <laughs> week. Uh, he was playing through an ankle injury, so um, it, it was good to see that he was able to at least run his typical 58% routes run rate. Um, I, I'm guessing he should only be healthier this week uh, since he made it through unscathed. Um, and he lines up in the slot more than Debo, actually. So he might still be able to, you know, avoid the Darius Slay, James Bradbury coverage. Um, although he's never a guy you're you're going to expect or try to bank on a four-plus catch game from him. I think, ultimately, we're just trying to get a cheap touchdown from him in this spot. He hasn't scored since week 12. Um, so I think his roster ship is going to be extremely low for a one game slate, but you know, he's a guy that they, they do scheme up plays um, in the red zone. So I think there is a chance or good enough chance 
that he does cut, catch a touchdown this game. And I, I think he would be some sneaky leverage uh, if he does. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Jennings always, and he's always going to be out there because they love him as a blocker mm. as well. So it's not, it's never like his snaps are going to dip too, too yeah. far down. Uh, he'll always be out there a, a good amount. Uh, all right. Uh, for me, I'm going with, uh, I'm actually going with Zach Pascal for the Eagles uh, because, you know, I don't, I, again, I don't know what's going on with, with Watkins. Uh, Watkins ran his lowest uh, route participation of the season last year at 27, uh, last week at 27%. And that was with Brown banged up. So uh, Pascal actually had 38% now, maybe that had to do with the blowout, but routes, you know, you know, you're not throwing in that much when it's in a blowout. So that the routes are still kind of when the game was close. So that was kind of interesting. I'm wondering if perhaps they view Pascal as more of AJ Brown's direct backup, uh, which would, you know, kind of, uh, you know, go into why he his he saw more of an increase last week. But either way, I think there's a good chance um, that you know he he could come up big again, and he he probably has a lower roster ship than than Quez at this point, just because mm-hmm. Quez has been that starter all year. So, uh, like Pascal uh, for the Eagles, another guy for the Eagles, Kenneth Gainwell, just because this again you might see more neutral to negative game script, and Miles Sanders not really a guy they use much in the past game, so. Uh, let's say the Eagles get down here. You know, this is a high quality Niner team that's yeah. ripped off a ton of wins in a row. Eagles get down here. I think you're going to see a ton of gain. Well, uh, and you could get, you know, two, three, four, five catches out of him. Uh, if they're kind of, you know, ha- have to go in some hurry up mode in this game. So like Gainwell, and then for the Niners, uh, it's gotta be Elijah Mitchell. Um, you know, he's seen a carrier target now on 26 of his 36 postseason snaps. That's 72%. I know he got banged up and, but it looks like they're saying he's going to play. Uh, McCaffrey got banged up as well, but I think you have the most kind of upside with Mitchell if McCaffrey gets banged up because McCaffrey's healthy. He's still going to dominate the snaps, but we saw last week he kind of got banged up uh, and they, you know, they sub Mitchell in. And even though Mitchell, I guess, allegedly, you know, picked up somewhat of an injury too, uh, they kept going to him and to the point where he only had two fewer touches than McCaffrey last week. So uh, I think Mitchell's an interesting guy. And we saw him involved in the receiving game against Seattle a couple of weeks ago. So I think Mitchell's an interesting guy for the Niners. You know, they're not really playing their backup tight ends much. Use checks, another guy you could consider, mm. uh, you know, he's running around about 30% of the time in the playoffs, but I, I just think Mitchell's a guy that, you know, they're not scared to give the ball to in the red zone near the goal line. Uh, and if McCaffrey, you know, re-aggravates an injury, I, I do think even a gimpy Mitchell would be given the call over like Jordan Mason and Ty Davis price uh, for as long as, you know, as long as Mitchell could hold up. Yeah. You know, this is kind of what we've seen out of Shanahan thus far. You know, he, he'll use those guys in the regular season, but when the postseason hits, it's, he's really trying to use, you know, his top options. Uh, so that's also, that also could be really good for Debo. Um, you know, a little bit of a post hype. I know he didn't do much last week, but a little bit of a post hype kind of, um, you know, captain play this week for Debo because I think he could be a lot more involved in the run game if, if uh, you know, McCaffrey and Mitchell, uh, you know, enter this game with a with an injury designation. Yeah, yeah. So this is an interesting spot where both CMC and Mitchell are on the injury report. I have my notes from last year that, you know, Mitchell was able to play through a very painful shoulder injury yep. and he was very effective. So I have my notes, you know, uh, if he's playing and he's hurt, you know, you, you can trust him because he, he seems like a really tough back. Um, and if he was able to play through that shoulder injury last year, I think the groin injury uh, would be a little bit easier. So, yeah, I, I like the call, especially against, you know, an Eagles uh, defense that's uh, more of a run funnel. Um, and this is a game where I think the Niners could lead. But once you get to the luck rankings, um, this is a spot where I think I, I might actually be on the Niners. So I think setting up lineups where the Niners have a positive game script, uh, I think, is going to be the way to go here also. 
Yeah, so, I mean, good segue. What do you got for the luck rankings? Yeah, so this is a luck rankings game. Uh, the Niners rank 24th and the Eagles are six. So this is a luck rank differential of 18. Our, our uh, new and improved luck rankings 2.0 likes the Niners even more. Um, and it's gone 2-0 and against the spread. So, yeah, I think this is a spot where yeah, obviously everybody knows the Niners are good, but they've been playing a lot better than their scores have even indicated. So this is a spot where uh, I like taking the Niners, if you can get them at plus three, and building lineups where they're going to play with a uh, leading game script as well. I mean, would you, so would you buy the three? Because I don't, I don't know if it's getting to three. Uh, it just, uh, it's, it's at two and a half. I doubt it would get to three uh, for any amount of time. Would you buy the three or would you still take them at I, two it, and a half? Like, are you, do, are you just expecting them to win this game? uh or yeah if anything yeah. i it, for me i would either buy the three you know how much i love that three um okay. or just take the money line because okay. yeah the, it's less likely that two and a half will come into play famous last words i know but uh this is a spot i i rather just take the money line but it's worth waiting i, I think we have seen a ton of action on the eagles if you look at the more casual twitter people are wondering why the eagles are only minus two and a half so it's it's given me reason just kind of wait because you never know it could get up to three but ultimately i think i'd rather just take niners uh money line gotcha all right well that is going to do it for our nfc championship preview uh on the fantasy flex be sure to check out uh the full luck rankings list at actionnetwork.com for more great fantasy content from sean and i you can check out our full player props episode over on the action network podcast channel and keep an eye out for our fantasy flex afc championship game episode actionnetwork.com for all of our nfl betting and fantasy content as well as fantasywebs.com for our dfs tools and models sean's on twitter at the underscore oddsmaker i'm at chris raybon and you can find us at those same handles on the free award-winning action network app until next time let's get this money action network reminds you please gamble responsibly If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.